Welcome to the Career Change Podcast, where you'll discover the frank and practical advice and resources that are already proven to work in the real world when it comes to changing careers or figuring out what business is right for you when you are a smart but likely also stuck, overwhelmed or overthinking person in your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-50s. I'm your host, Ricky Hansen, a career change advisor, entrepreneur and former corporate HR professional with over 15 years experience of helping thousands of people just like you identify Identify or create careers or businesses that are both meaningful and future-proof. Welcome home. Hey, it's Ricky Hansen here. Welcome to episode 45 of the Career Change Podcast. Don't let waiting become a habit. What I want to do in this particular episode, I want to have a little heart-to-heart with you and chat and, and see what comes up for you. And I want to talk about a tendency that I've seen increase amongst aspiring career changers and amongst aspiring entrepreneurs. And it's a tendency that I saw increase massively during the pandemic years. But that strangely enough, now, even years later, I still see people stuck in ever since. It's never changed. And it's this tendency to wait, to put your career change on hold, and then end up staying stuck in that holding pattern. It's almost like you're putting your life, your dreams, your career change, your business on hold. Kind of this, you know, argument of, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. You might have done that a number of years ago, but there you are years down the line, still stuck and still unhappy. Nothing has changed. You've got nothing to look forward to because you're not creating anything else. You're still stuck in that job or career that you want to leave behind, right? So all you have to show for the time that has passed is nothing, right? It's just this recreating of this eternal groundhog day with you know, just spreadsheets and more Zoom meetings and more horrible colleagues or bosses or whatever it is to look forward to. So I really, if you can relate to that, then this episode is a short whistle-stop tour call to arms for you to get out of that holding pattern and stop wasting any more valuable time. Because wasting valuable time is really what you're doing. It's not just that you're putting things on hold or that you're waiting. You're wasting valuable time that you could have used so much better, okay? So I really want to help you get out of there. So if you can relate to that kind of having put things on hold and just never got unstuck again, this is for you. Now, obviously, it goes without saying that if you truly have a valid, you know, medical, physical, psychological, or life circumstance reason for putting your career change on hold, that's fine. That's something completely different. That is not what we're talking about. And this episode is not for you. This episode is for those of you who are willing and able to change careers or start that business, but you just keep finding yourself waiting in a waiting pattern, in a holding pattern, or you just keep putting your career change on hold. So this is really to call a spade a spade and to help you realize what you're really doing and what's real, really happening so that we can get you into creating a career or a business you can actually look forward to, that you actually want to wake up to, that you actually want to be part of instead of just waking up to another groundhog day in a career or job or profession you really don't enjoy anymore or maybe never did. Okay. So let's get really, uh, this is really going to be one of those Ricky calls a spade a spade episodes and you know, tough love with obviously a big massive hawk included as well. Because here's the thing, waiting is a highly risky strategy 
especially for intelligent people over 35. And what I do before we go into talk more about this waiting tendency and present time bias and what to do about it, I want you to just realize whether this episode is for you or not. So the way I want to do that right up front is I want to get inside of your head and show you what happens when you decide to wait, what you're actually telling yourself very often. And at the same time as doing that, I also want to overcome an objection that I hear a lot of people having about changing careers after 35 or starting your own business after 35. I also want to overcome an objection that a lot of people have. So what I see happening is that in order to feel better about waiting or putting things on hold or let's call it what it is, procrastination, you know, in order to feel better about doing that, especially when you're an intelligent, smart person, what you then have a tendency to do is rationalize, you know, telling yourself stories to make yourself feel better about not doing what you really want to do, right? And instead, you know, going into a waiting pattern, a holding pattern, So often what I see smart people saying, well, you know, anyway, you know, it takes way too long to change careers or to start a business at my age anyway. And everything is in the world is everything in the world is so crazy. I'm just gonna sit here and wait, right? It 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 takes way too long anyway. Can you relate to that way of thinking or rationalizing yourself in with being okay, so to say, with with not doing anything about your career change? Because oh, it takes too long anyway. It's too complicated and the world's too crazy. Now here's the thing. There is a really beautiful quote by Earl Nightingale, uh, who is a radio host in the last century. And it's a quote that I always love sharing with clients and with people when they come up with that kind of rationale as in, oh, it takes way too long to change careers anyway and, and start a business and all of that. Here's the quote from Earl Nightingale where he says, never give up on a dream just because of the time it'll take to accomplish it. Time will pass Anyway, let me repeat that. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. Time will pass anyway. So over to you. If you're not investing time in building your dream, you know, in that career change, that business, what are you doing with that time that you're putting on hold or that you're waiting? You're kind of just recreating Groundhog Day, right? So that's not really an argument for doing it because you're just creating more of what you don't want. So remember, time will pass anyway. Use it wisely. So let me be really frank here. If you're currently staying stuck in a job or work scenario that you hate or don't enjoy because you think it takes too long to change careers or start a business, then all you are already doing is taking all that time that you could have spent by now creating or starting a business or transitioning to something new. But instead, you've been using it to create more and more of what you don't want. So if you're staying stuck or waiting in a job or career right now that you really don't enjoy, then you're already wasting your time. Or at least you're not using it to intentionally create something better. But you know, it feels better to rationalize it, right? So you might as well tell yourself, no, you're just waiting. You're just, I'm just going to wait and see. That sounds so much better than wasting time, right? Tough love. (laughs) I told you I was going to call a spade a spade. Now let's, you know, here's the thing. You are not really waiting on a holding pattern. You know, in most cases, when I have this heart to heart with people, what you're doing, you're procrastinating, 
right? No, I could understand if at least you took all that time that you're not using to create a, a new career or a business. I could understand if, if at least you took that time and, you know, invested in, in recovery, you know, sleeping, relaxing, going for walks, you know, taking really good care of yourself, enjoying life. You know, if you're tired, you invested in all of that. But here is really what I see a lot of people doing with that time that they do have available outside of work. I see a lot of people wasting it on scrolling social media. I mean, just check your phone. How much time have you spent on it? Or on Netflix or news gobbling to find out what they, they what's happening in the world so they can find something new to worry about. You know, just check in with yourself. What are you actually using all that time, discretionary time on, right? Probably not a good use of time anyway, but you're just telling yourself that you're waiting or just putting your career change on hold. And meanwhile, you're wasting time doing a lot of things that are not, you know, making you happy anyway. Gotcha, right? So if you can relate to that, let's get real. Welcome to emotional adulthood right? Let's face this together. I've got you. Welcome home. (laughs) You know, these things are bloody hard, you know, so let's talk about what the pandemic has done. Let's talk about what present time bias is. And I'll give you some Ricky style antidotes so you can get unstuck, all right? So my, my biggest piece of advice for you in this episode is really this. Don't let waiting become a habit or risk putting your dreams on hold forever. Don't let waiting become a habit or risk putting your dreams or even your life on hold forever because that's kind of what's happening. So what I want you to do, just in case this is really the case for you as well, is I want you to cast your mind back years back, or it seems like that now, to 2020 at the early stages of the pandemic, all of the lockdowns. Back then, I saw a lot of people decide to put their career change or their business plans on hold and sort of like, let's just wait and see what happens. Now, what then happened was a lot of people would sort of furiously Google, when will things go back to normal, right? They were all worried. Now, that might not have been you, or maybe it was you. You decided, oh, no, let's just wait and see what happens here. This is, quotation marks, unprecedented. (laughs) Now, But what's interesting is at the same time back then, I also saw a real counter trend where people, because of the reminder of their own mortality that the pandemic to a certain extent was, they finally got their butt in gear and they finally changed. But this episode is for those of you who didn't, you know, and who are still stuck. Because here's what I see with a lot of you, and this might be you listening right now. Here we are, years down the line. We're out of the pandemic lockdowns, you know, out of COVID-19 to a certain extent, or at least to the extent that it doesn't, you know, impede on our lives every single moment of the day. But here's what I see. A lot of you are still stuck in that holding pattern with your career change dreams. And a lot of you are still secretly hoping that things will go back to, in quotation marks, normal, or that, that they'll become more predictable. However, as I'm sure you've noticed, things have never gone back to normal. Things have never become more predictable. And we could even argue about what normal even was. But now we're at the stage where it almost seems like COVID or the pandemic was kind of like the warm-up band to what's going to happen next, right? The, the issue here is all craving for a certain or predictable world is literally killing our dreams, Right? And you're going to have to decide, well, the world is what it is. What are you going to do about it? 
but maybe just check in with yourself. I've noticed with a lot of aspiring career changers, a lot of aspiring business owners, you're still living in this kind of in-between waiting room but you're not really doing anything about your career change. You're so focused on the next piece of breaking news to dictate whether you should plan something or not, or you distract yourself in what I call Instagram-tainment. You find it potentially hard to think ahead. You find it hard to even imagine a future. Because what's happened over the last couple of years, you might have become so used to outsource it to others, what you ought to think about yourself and the future and what's happening in the world. And it's really important that you take that power back. Because if you want to continue down that kind of putting things on hold trail, then you keep potentially talking yourself every day into, oh, I'm just going to put it on hold just for today, just for this week, just for now, right? But there you are, you're still on hold years down the line. And, you know, here's the thing, you could by now easily have changed careers, easily have started that business in terms of the time that was actually available to you, in terms of the opportunities available to you, but you chose procrastination. And and if you're really, really honest with yourself, maybe you did that even before the pandemic. You know, if you want to, maybe not. Maybe so, but I know for a lot of you, actually, the pandemic was just a great excuse to a certain extent. For others, it wasn't. And I'm obviously not talking about the massive implications of it here. That's not what I mean. We're talking about you and your career change. But a lot of you have told me that even before the pandemic, you kind of had this tendency to put things on hold anyway. You did have a procrastination tendency. But just be honest with yourself. You know, are you ready to stop doing that? Are you ready to stop creating something much better and actually take all that time and use it much more wisely? Because I know for some of you listening to this episode, you've been wanting to change careers or start that business for years, years. Some of you I know, because we're talking about over 35, even decades. So let's talk about why this tendency is so damaging, this tendency to wait And also, let's talk about how come or, you know, how this craving for a certain predictable world is actually killing all dreams. So I got inspired to do this episode because I was rereading a book that I read almost 20 years ago, and it's by the author Stephen Pressfield. And it's a book that's called The War of Art. It's very much sort of written for creative people. Um, I like a lot of what he says, not all of the book, the third part is really weird, but There's a quote that I came across that I really liked. Actually, two quotes. The first quote, he says, the most pernicious aspect of procrastination is that it can become a habit. The most pernicious aspect of procrastination is that it can become a habit. We don't just put off our lives today. We put them off till our deathbed. Just let that sink in. The most pernicious aspect of procrastination is that it can become a habit. We don't just put off our lives today. We put them off till our deathbed. Eee! Touché. Now, as you might know, English is my third language. So I'm always really, really curious whenever I see a new word. So I looked up, I kind of knew what pernicious meant, but I'm always really curious to know the exact meaning. You know, I love semantics. So we obviously know it's, it's, it's an adjective, but here's what it really means, pernicious. It means having a harmful effect. 
especially in a gradual or subtle way. So for example, the example they use here is the pernicious effects of air pollution, end of quote. So I really like this because that is exactly what procrastination is. It is sneaky, it is gradual, it's subtle, but it's also destructive, detrimental, and it creeps up on you and it just accumulates and then kills off. Have you noticed yourself potentially doing that in many areas of life? But here we're just talking career change. You kind of think, oh, I'm just going to wait and see but then you do it again and again and again. And the longer you wait, potentially the less of a chance there is you'll ever get out, which is why Stephen is saying we put them off till our deathbed. So I just want you to be aware of that is why procrastination waiting is so dangerous because it accumulates and makes things harder and kills off things. Then Stephen goes in and he has this other quote that I really like. Here's what he says. We don't tell ourselves, I'm never going to write my symphony. Instead, we say, I am going to write my symphony. I'm just going to start tomorrow. (laughs) End of that quote. Now replace that with, we don't tell ourselves, I'm not going to change careers or I'm not going to change, you know, start a business. Instead, we say, I am going to change careers or I am going to start that business, but I'm just going to do it tomorrow or next quarter, or once this pandemic is over, or once this politician is no longer in power, or once this strike is over, or whatever it might be. Can you see yourself here? Now, what we're really doing when we're giving in, we're putting things off, we're really trying to kind of self-medicate, right? Because you know, there will obviously be discomfort if you're going to start doing something new. And we don't like discomfort as human beings. We just want ease. So we're taking that pain that we're feeling in the moment when we actually have to do something. And we're just handing over that pain to our future self. You know, you can deal with that, right? If you have that tendency to put things off, you know that there's that immediate relief, then you feel like, oh God, you know what? I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to hand that over. I'm going to deal with that later. It's addictive, that relief. And I bet you haven't just felt it with your career change. You probably felt it with a lot of other things when you're like, oh, I'm not going to go to the gym today. I'm just going to, you know, I'm I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. It'll be all right. Right? Meanwhile, you don't just procrastinate. You probably also eat a whole cake or something, right? Just to (laughs) self-flagellate. Now, this is why procrastination or putting things on hold is so seductive. It is the perfect way to avoid discomfort in the moment. You know, procrastination or waiting or deferring, it is so much about how you most want to feel right now. And the problem with procrastination, therefore, is that you make how you feel or don't feel right now much more important than how you will feel or not feel or what you will create or not create in the future as a result. And your brain is literally wired that way. We are wired to focus mainly on the present, to feeling good in the present moment. But do you see how come that's so dangerous, especially bearing in mind that what you want, you haven't created yet. So when you keep putting it off, that is so dangerous. Now, this focus on on the present, and I'm not talking the present in the mindful sense here. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about it in the evolutionary sense. This focus on the present is nothing new. But I really feel like this almost intensive focus on the present and not being able to really think far ahead, it's something that's really been intensified because of the pandemic. 
Now, present time bias is a well-known cognitive bias. So cognitive bias is very much, you can also think of cognitive bias like a systematic error that we have in our thinking. So present time bias is a well-known cognitive bias. And it really makes us favor immediate rewards, even if larger rewards are potentially available in the future, right? So what this means is that people who are present time biased, they often shift their priorities to fit their present situation. They justify decisions that make the present moment easier or more bearable, more pleasurable and less painful, even if that justification is is objectively irrational, right? That's, you know, you really, really want to change careers. You really, really want to start that business. But right now, you really do not want to feel uncomfortable. You don't want to have to make decisions. You don't want to commit. You just want to, oh, you don't want to deal with it right now. Do you see where I'm going with this? Now, the problem for career changes is that present time bias is the tendency to focus much more on the present situation rather than the future when you're making decisions, right? So you might really, like I say, you might really, really, really want to change careers or start that business. But when it actually comes down to doing something concrete about it in the moment, you start feeling uncomfortable. And hence, you choose to defer your problem to your future self, right? So you prioritize immediate rewards over future payoffs because in the moment, it's so much easier to scroll Instagram or turn on Netflix rather than doing something that might seem scary, right? So that's why it is so hard for you. You just want to avoid this short-term discomfort, even if it leads to larger negative outcomes in the long run, because you know what you're doing here, right? You're obviously not doing anything to create that career change, anything consistent that you do again and again and again, you just keep deferring, right? So again, like Stephen said, I'm never, you don't, you know, you don't say, I'm never going to write my symphony. Instead, you just say, I am going to write my symphony, but I'm just going to start tomorrow, right? (laughs) There's a very interesting professor called uh, David Leipzig. Um, He leads the uh, Howard uh, University's Foundation of Human Behavior Initiative. But he's also done a lot of work in terms of aging and economics and all the crazy things we do or don't do as humans. And and I really like the way he talks about present bias. Um, and this is a quote from a, a lecture he gave at the University of Washington in 2018. Here's what David says. Present bias or present time bias, this idea that what happens right now counts fully and what happens in the future counts half, explains this gap between our good intentions and our actions. Because when we look into the future, we say, ah, but in the future, I'll do the right thing. Like tomorrow, I'll do the right thing. But when we get there, we want to go for immediate gratification end of quote. Well explained, right? And, you know, let's for a moment not talk about career change. Let's let's use a fitness analogy instead, because I've been, you might have been there, right? Oh, but tomorrow I'm going to go to the gym. Tomorrow I'm going to lose weight. But right now I just want that ice cream and I want this and that, right? That's, you can recognize that probably in other areas of your life, right? Oh, tomorrow I'll start saving for my pension. Ah, tomorrow, you know, I'll get fit. Tomorrow I'll start on my career change, whatever it is. Because tomorrow, you know, tomorrow, you know, 
Whereas you wake up tomorrow and it is tomorrow and you still just want immediate gratification. So you need to catch yourself because this is one of those biases that you want to overcome. And here's the thing with these biases. They're an explanation. They're not an excuse. You've got to override them if you want something different. But hand on heart, you know, I really, really get it. We are living in a scary and intimidating world and things are speeding up. But if there's one, another piece of advice that has definitely helped me is that I always say to myself, yes, there are a lot of scary things happening, but I want to be really careful as to what I make that mean for me personally, right? So the choice that you always have is that you can wait and worry about what might happen or You can do, take the choice that's already yours and you can decide what you want and you can start making it happen. And there's a really big distinction and you always have this choice because you have a lot of factors that you are personally responsible for. Be very careful whenever something happens in the world to always think that that personally is the end of things for you, right? So always, I always get back to this and this is something my clients have told me they found incredibly helpful as well. You can either choose to wait and worry about what might happen, which if you fall into that trap, you know what happens. <laughs> you just stay stuck and things don't get any better. Or you can decide what you want and you can start making it happen in your world. All right. And I also think, I also recommend you always do this. Ask yourself, what's the most powerful choice I can make right now? And what's a waste of my time and energy? Let me repeat that. You really want to get into the habit of asking yourself, what is the most powerful choice I can make right now? And what's a waste of my time and energy, right? So whenever you feel the call to fall in to these kind of immediate gratification behaviors, just pull yourself back. You really need to, you need to have this conversation with you again, yourself again and again and again. And I cannot this is so important. What you choose to worry about and what you decide to ignore is a vital aspect of making a successful transition, whether that's into a new job, a new career, or a new business. You want to be really, really careful in this world we live in. Just because the world can seem like a buffet of worries to choose from, That does not mean that all those worries have anything to do with your personal career change scenario, especially the input and the action, as opposed to the immediate gratification, that can only come from you. So my friend, choose wisely and powerfully when it comes to where you are investing your mental powers and your corresponding actions. If you truly want to change careers or start that business, just remember the short-term relief you get from giving into that present time bias and procrastinating and putting things on hold. It is just not worth it. Don't let waiting become a habit or you will risk putting your dreams on hold forever. Because remember, what are you actually creating by staying stuck and procrastinating? Or you are creating a groundhog day 
of the work life you do not want. You are actually paying the price and that's just increasing and increasing. Having nothing to look forward work-wise, especially when we spend so many hours at work, that is not a future you want to look forward to. You should want to create a future and an experience of your day-to-day work life you actually enjoy that feels like you, that energizes you, if not what I'm here for, right? Now, here's another reason why you really want to start moving again and get unstuck and stop waiting, is that staying stuck is the new risky. So you might think, oh yeah, but I'm just putting it to hold and just I'm just waiting and see what happens, you know, keeping it safe. Uh-uh, it doesn't work like that anymore. Staying stuck is the new risky. So don't talk yourself into this kind of, oh, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. No, 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 no. You know, like I say, there are so, you know, the world can really seem like a buffy of worries right now. But if you know that you've totally outgrown and you no longer enjoy your current profession, your job or your business or your industry, then we really need to have a frank discussion about why staying stuck and not growing, not achieving, not, you know, enjoying why that is a lot more dangerous than you starting to make changes now. Staying stuck is the new risky. And I really want you to turn that into motivational fuel as to why you want to get unstuck. Yes, staying stuck in a job, career, or business you don't enjoy, and that you might even have come to hate for too long, is the new risky. Bear that in mind. It is really the new risky. You're de-skilling yourself. You're becoming more and more demotivated. You're likely not achieving. That makes you less competitive, even in the thing you hate. And that's not a good place to be because you haven't yet created anything that you want. Whereas being 100% in charge of and responsible for creating a career or business you actually enjoy and have a real interest in is one of the best ways to future-proof. I will say that again because it is so incredibly important. And if you're over 35 and you still have a backwards way of thinking about careers, you really need to hear this. Staying stuck in a career, job, and business you don't enjoy and that you might have come to hate for too long is the new risky. Whereas being 100% in charge of and responsible for creating a career business you actually enjoy and have a real interest in is one of the best ways to future-proof. Those who are and will be competitive and valuable and also enjoy themselves in the job market and the business market now, they are lifelong, enthusiastic learners who keep learning and applying what they learn. They want to grow, they want to create, and really, all it takes is just for you to start. Because let's be really honest, like I said, this is going to be, you know, a kick up the butt, you know, heart to heart. Let's be really honest, what's likely happening over with you, if you've been putting your career change on hold for a very long time and you're stuck. If you're stuck in a career or job or business that you no longer enjoy, that you lost interest in, then you are likely not growing. You're likely not keeping up to date. You're not achieving or developing yourself in your current line of work, especially when you look back over the last number of years, right? It's you are literally doing the opposite of future proofing. That's what you should worry about. Plus, you're probably also just getting more and more exhausted and burned out and fed up, right? So let's get you out of there. 
That is exactly another reason why you want to get cracking with your career transition now, even if it's initially just on the side of your work scenario. Because here's the thing, you might not be able to work full-time on your career change or your business. That's fine. You absolutely do not need to. Most of my clients don't. That's not always realistic. But you can absolutely start on the side. There is always something you can start doing. Plus, I promise you, it would feel so much better than staying stuck. Because let me ask you this, are you currently happy with the way you spend your time at work or in terms of what you do in your spare time? If all you are taking your spare time for and all you're doing is just getting lost in a trail of, you know, Instagram, your entertainment or doom scrolling or news gobbling or Netflix or whatever escapist thing you tend to do. Are you really happy with that? Or are you happy when you go into work with the 8, 10, 12 hours you spent there? If you are not currently happy with the way that you're spending your time inside and outside of work, then you really need to get honest. Because remember the quote, never give up on your dreams just because of the time it'll take to accomplish it. Time will pass anyway. So the real question is, how are you using your time? And what are you creating for that time? What are you investing that time in? Are you creating something much better so that you're already feeling more energized and can just, you know, have a future to look forward to, and even a day-to-day you actually enjoy. If not, what the heck are you doing, right? I really want you to be honest. Remember, waiting is the least safe things you can do. It is the opposite of future-proofing. And be honest with yourself, what are you really doing whilst you're waiting? Hmm? Waiting or putting things on hold might give you relief in the moment, but the return on investment is not worth it because you are just creating Groundhog Day rather than a life and a career you truly enjoy. So my friend, promise me this. Don't let waiting become a habit or risk putting your dreams on hold forever. Get the urgency. Get started. My dear listener, I really hope that this episode has acted as a mirror that you can get really honest with yourself about what you might have done and why that is. But also, don't beat yourself up. Get out of that hole. I really hope that you feel like this episode is almost like me reaching down my hand into that procrastination hole you got lost in and pulling you out and saying to you, all right, enough is enough. Don't let waiting become a habit. Instead, start creating a great time both now and for the future. You can absolutely do this. Here's the thing. Do you just want Groundhog Day to look forward to? Or do you want to start creating something you truly enjoy? Do something valuable with your time. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you over at the careerchangepodcast.com. Thank you. Thank you.